pastor asked me to go ahead and uh, share with you, no. uh, preach, talk, give, point out some things about the deputation ministry, that aspect of what God has called us to do. And uh, I'd like to start, if you take your Bible, in Third uh, John, Third John. We're not going to go very long today. I've got some other things I'd like to, the Lord's put on my heart this morning to put together for possibly another time. And uh, I've been enjoying being here for mission school. Amen. And uh, looking forward to hearing from our brother this evening. Uh, I don't know if he's going to just continue that same message and step on our toes or if he's going to be preaching on prayer. But uh, uh, I appreciate what God's done for me already today. Here in 3 John, uh, we're reading verse 1. It says, The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. The truth, amen. Isn't the truth precious? Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Beloved, thou doest faithfully whatsoever thou doest to the brethren and to strangers, which have borne witness of thy charity before the church, whom if thou bring forward on their journey after a godly sort, thou shalt do well, because that for his name's sake they went forth, taking nothing of the Gentiles. We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. Now, folks, we see here in these verses uh, the, the recommendation and the encouragement of the Apostle John to his brother Gaius on his participation in the whole mission endeavor that God has given to the local New Testament church. There were some problems in the church there in which Gaius was a member. And, uh, but yet we see John encouraging Gaius in what he had done unto the brethren, we, as we read here in verse 8, that uh, through their involvement in those brethren that had come to the church, uh, even though the Diotrephus, I believe, the pastor didn't, uh, he threw out the brethren, he didn't want to receive folks, this brother went ahead and uh, was a blessing and helped the, the missionaries. The, as you read these verses, the brethren are referring to what we would think of today as the missionaries that come into the church and seek the support and the encouragement of of us as a church family so they might continue with the ministry that God has called them to. Verse 8, We therefore ought to receive such that we might be fellow helpers to the truth. And the deputation ministry is simply that, uh, going out and finding fellow helpers to the truth. The truth is that people are dying and going to hell because they know not Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We need help one with another, to get the gospel out. We couldn't have been in Germany for those past seven years if it wasn't for the help of Tabernacle Baptist Church and other churches of like faith who have prayed for us and supported us financially that we might be able to be there on that field. Amen. Now we had to go and go to those churches and seek to enlist them as fellow helpers. And at the same time, uh, why did they open their doors to missionaries? Why do we have brethren come here and present the works uh, that God, the ministries that God's laid upon their heart, so that we might be able to be fellow helpers with what God has called them to do? Amen. Fellow helpers in the truth uh, are the theme for our missions conference. 
Uh, as Jesus said there in verse 37 of Matthew chapter 9, Then saith he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers, or fellow helpers, into the harvest. And then those fellow helpers. And that, those are the missionaries, the brethren that John spoke about. First uh, Corinthians 3 and verse 9 says, We are laborers together with God. The churches, the missionaries, working hand in hand, co-laborers with Christ. We are those ambassadors, amen, for the Lord Jesus Christ. But we have to get together, and that is the whole ministry of deputation, is where we can get together so that we can go out and do the work that God has called us to do. Uh, deputation, by definition, simply, first of all, is the act of appointing a deputy, Appointing a deputy. Now you want a you want a trustworthy deputy. If you're going to go out, uh, in, if you're going to be a member of a posse, and you're going out to get somebody. You're going to want a trustworthy deputy. Amen. I remember what uh, I think when we were here before the the state motto for the highway patrol was "Don't mess with Texas." Is that they still? I was just as, as Pastor was speaking to us here just a moment ago. I, I kind of thought, you know, don't mess with Texas. Amen. Texas is a mess. Don't mess with Texas. Uh, one of the things that we might look at later on, maybe we get to today or not, is uh, where are you going to do deputation? And I thought about, well, I don't, you know, we got to a point that uh, we didn't do too much deputation in Louisiana. And that was just, uh, you know, personal experience. Uh, that first bowl of gumbo, I decided I'm not getting any more meetings in Louisiana. I'm going someplace else uh, because you know, we're going to try and be right to the folks who are taking care of us. And, and you know, things started floating in my soup. I decided we're not, not going to take any more uh, uh, any more meetings in Louisiana, amen. But uh, I think, you know, if you're going to, where are you going to find a church that's straight to support you? Amen. We mentioned last night in the message if, uh, you know, if the people who are supporting you don't have a prayer life, if they can't get their prayers through, uh, what good is that money? What is it really doing? Uh, you might be able to have all the fixtures, but as our brother brought out this morning, Where's the prayer? Where's the power coming from? Amen. And so it's important who our fellow helpers are. And uh, when not, I honestly think uh, now let me let me let me back up. I don't understand all the ways of God, and I'm not quite sure why the Lord put on Pastor Harvey's heart to have me do this aspect of the mission school because I I, I feel like I probably did everything possible wrong on deputation when we went. And at this point, it seems so far. In the past, I have a hard time remembering what even took place. But we would like to uh, try to encourage you and give you some ideas on uh, on the ministry of deputation. And that's really the first thing I want to mention this morning or this afternoon is that deputation is just that. It's a ministry. It's not a bump in the road. It's not a have to that um, man has decided that... Uh, this is the way we go about missions work. I think deputation is really a ministry that God has given us. And all the churches, when people get together, talk about missions and missions policy and how a different missions group are looking at missions. The, the, one of the things that comes up all the time is how can we shorten the time that missionaries have to be out to raise their support? Amen. Uh, Brother Robertson, how long were you out on deputation? How many about a year and nine months. Well, see, now I've now I got to get right. I've got that green eye of jealousy. See, but God probably had uh, uh, had a lot of sandpaper in your life before you went out to the, the deputation trail. Worked on you quite a bit. Uh, it, it took us a little over three and a half years to raise our support. Uh, but keep in mind, it's a ministry. It's not wasted time. 
some of the, the younger fellows from our church here are looking out and going, uh, about going out onto the deputation trail. And uh, some of these young guys are thinking they're going to get all they need in three or four or five, six months. Fellas, if it happens, you better get down on your knees and praise God. Amen. Because this is not the way it's happening today. You'll waste your time in that many churches, five or six months, uh, churches you won't even want supporting you. You, they want you to send a questionnaire and a, and a resume and everything else that they want from you. Uh, just sitting here this morning, I haven't really thought about it so much, but I, uh, and Pastor and I were talking back there in the, in the fellowship hall. Um, I might just have to put me a little questionnaire. He was talking about another brother that did this in, uh, when he was a young missionary. Uh, you know, what do you believe? And if you don't believe, right, well, just don't send us support anymore. Well... That'd be good. That'd be good. Build your support on on the truth to begin with. You fellas are starting out. Uh, I know these brothers, they go into churches, and they're probably, uh, there are some churches they, they wouldn't send their grandmother's dog to as far as uh, joining a church. But don't pass up the opportunity to minister to someone. God's opened the door, and you're there. Be a blessing. Be a challenge. I'm kind of getting off uh, the point here I'm talking about, but uh, hey, listen. Be true to what God's called you to do, but just remember, God has not put the care of all the churches on you. He might have done that to the Apostle Paul, but it's not your job to go in and fix every church. Because unless what you're preaching backs up what that pastor's preaching, it's not going to be received anyhow. Unless they've got that in their heart. Amen? Preach the gospel. Preach missions. Lift up the things of God. Uh, don't be critical of a whole bunch of other folks. Do what God sent you there to do. Amen? And we'll touch in, Lord willing, on a lot of those kind of things uh, maybe in another session sometime this week. But uh, deputation is a ministry. It's not wasted time. There's a lot of things that you'll learn in those months out on the road and as you travel. Uh, ministry is where we give. Amen? Not Christ came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and give his life a ransom for many. And you might think, wow, three and a half years on deputation, that's kind of a waste of time, isn't it? Well, Jesus gave three and a half of his years of his life in ministry. And you might say, well, what, what he, you know, at the end of three and a half years, what do he have? Oh, about 120 faithful. And we had the support that we were told to get to go to the field. Oh, I tell you what, the Lord, there's testings, there's trials, there's, it's a school, amen? It's not, that's the second point. Not only is it a, a ministry where we have the opportunity to give to others, and there'll be so many opportunities uh, when you go into these churches to give of yourself. To be a blessing to that pastor. Your wife uh, might be able to encourage that pastor's wife. She might be ready to quit. She might be ready to give up. And your wife might be able to encourage uh, that pastor's wife in some capacity. You might, your children will be a challenge. 
If you keep after them, amen, and discipline them and raise them for Christ, amen, your children will be a challenge to the folks there in that church to uh, continue on the things that they've been taught uh, about raising their children. It's a ministry to give, but it's also a school. God's got you there for a purpose, amen, to raise, uh, not, and, and not only just to raise up that financial support, amen. If God wanted to, he could just turn the ceiling into $100 bills and just let it start raining if we needed money for our missionaries, amen. Sure he could. Why not? But that's not how God uh, normally does things. Uh, he's never done that in my life in that particular sense. But uh, uh, you know, God can rain money out of heaven if he wanted to. Don't limit God. But he puts us through these uh, experiences because of the value to us and because of the glory that's brought to him as we learn Listen, when you start on deputation, you, you know you're called of God, you've been called to preach, you've got a burden, and you're so full of zeal, and you don't know a thing. As the preacher said, they're all coming back this way. I'm just telling you where I was. Amen. Amen. You, you, you think you know how, you, you've got the next 20 years of your life mapped out, and, and you don't know a thing. How God's going to work these things out, where we're going to go, uh... You know, you're just going to be, every church is going to fall in love with you, and, and they're going to love your children, and everything's going to, you know, and, and you know, oh, and those first blessings. You remember that first love offering you got? I was up in Rochelle, Illinois. We were driving that, remember that, it doesn't matter, we had that little red Volvo when we were stationed here, a little pretty station wagon, I remember it's got that, it had a really good light in the Map box there on the, you know what I'm, tell me, thank you, in the glove box. Of course, she'd been through all that, missionary kid, you know, everybody huddles around to open the check and say, you know, see what's in there, you know. <laughs> see, my first love offering, I was just, I was a preacher boy in school, and we had gone for a preacher boy Sunday and got into this church, and and uh, the Lord just opened up, let me, you know, preached my heart out, and we had a blast, enjoyed the fellowship, and we opened that check right before we were driving home, and wow! That was a, you know, I've been in Bible school, I wasn't used to seeing a lot of zeros. Amen? There was four zeros behind that one. Now, there was a, you know, there was a decimal point in between two, you know, it's broken up to two, it was $100, but at that point, man, $100! That was glorious! But it also kind of sets you up. I don't know what your first love offering was, but uh, you know when you get that $10 love offering and your first one was 100 you say, well, God, what did I do wrong? I mean, the message wasn't that much different. I preached the truth, and they had more people than that other church. I, I'm, going, I'm going all over the place with this, but that's okay. We'll just try to quit when we get to about a decent time. Uh, listen, you, beware of bitterness in your heart. Look to the Lord Jesus Christ and love Him because there'll be churches that you'll think, oh, we're finally going to catch up. We've been putting gas in the car to drive all the way across the country and we've been eating peanut butter and jelly and now we're finally going to be able to catch up. And it's a big church. And you think, oh, if everybody would just put one dollar in, I mean, we'd pay for our rent for last month, we'd catch up, we'd be able to put the tires on the car and you get a a check that was printed out last week for 50 bucks. Hey, it's happened. 
Amen. Praise the Lord for $50. And then in the evening, you'll have that little church you just kind of somebody recommended and caught on the side and, 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 and God will break through and you'll have some folks saved and there'll be a tiny church and they'll end up giving you three or $400 and you'll just say, isn't God good? Because God's going to... Listen, when you get to the mission field, our supply is, does not always come from where you think it's going to come from. And that's part of the lesson that we learn out there on deputation is to look to God, where He's going to provide for us, how He's going to meet our needs. Um, And your deputation ministry is going to be absolutely unique to you. And that's why this particular block of instruction is probably so difficult uh, for me in my heart to give you because I can only share some of the things that I went through and other things that I've heard from, uh, from other brothers, but your, your experience will be totally unique. From the way that you go about uh, securing meetings, uh, I've known brothers said they never made a phone call, raised all their support without ever touching the phone. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd probably still be sitting on the, the grounds at Maranatha Haven uh, just wondering when I'm going to get to the mission field without a telephone still to this day I mean, that's we made almost all of our contacts through telephone and uh, we'll share some things about that Lord willing later uh, hopefully this week but there's things there's a lot of different ways to go about it you have to be sensitive to leave because if you try if you try to do it the way I did getting on the phone uh, you could run yourself up a phone bill and you could call maybe 30 churches and just get one invitation to come and, uh, and there'll be days like that, even if it, that is the way God leads you to. Amen? You'll spend a, you'll, you'll, you'll work your schedule. And, you know, I mean, it's hard to actually get to the point where you can contact pastors. I mean, they're just not sitting around their phone all the time. Amen? Yes, Pastor, I don't know how many times Pastor and I have took that, played phone tag between here and Germany and since we got back to the States. And you, you'll spend a whole Saturday, and you might not get, but maybe, you might not get any meetings. But are you going to stay faithful? Are you going to keep at it? See, much of what deputation is, is, I mean, God already knows whether you're going to be faithful or not. Deputation is that opportunity that God gives to you to show you what you're made of, how much you're really looking to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's good, it's if, if God's not called you to it while you're on deputation and the Lord shows you that, quit. Just stop. There's no shame in that. Why go all the way down the field and then decide when you've had these doubts plaguing you all the way through? Listen, it's too important. God will have something else for you to do. There's a ministry someplace for you. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the mission field. Amen? We need missionaries, and we're praying that God would send laborers out into His harvest. But that is, if that's not what God has called you to do, if you feel that you're going to the mission field because that's what's expected of you, my friend, you're going to flop, and you're going to take a lot of people down with you. Amen? You'll take all your supporting churches who are going to you'll cast a doubt in their mind every time they take on a new mission. Well, because that person flopped on the mission field. Now the churches need to do their part in, in helping that missionary. Amen? Listen, if the churches aren't praying, the devil's going to fight on the mission field just as hard as he does back here. We need to pray and uplift our pastor and the leadership of the church. Amen? We need to do the same for our missionaries. 
Well, let me get back. It's a unique ministry and it's a unique school where we learn uh, and observe. We preached in a little bit, over 300 churches in our time on deputation. And, uh, you know, you can learn a lot. Yes, Pastor, we were on the road. We were running. We were all over the place. And uh, we learned a lot just by observing how different you'll learn things that you can use and you'll see you'll see things that you'll say there is no way that we're ever going to approach ministry and serving God the way these folks are doing it but that'll help you when you get to the field especially uh, you know if you've not actually been in the leadership position in a ministry before uh, keep your eyes open while you're on deputation see the things that are being blessed. Look what's being used. Now, just because it's big and flourishing doesn't mean it's right with God. I mean, we already know that. But look, take some notes. Look, you know, one, one of the things that I did, I collected uh, uh, constitution and bylaws from every church that would give me one. Because when you get to the mission field, you go to establish that church, you're going to need to set up a constitution and bylaws. It's just one of the nuts and bolts things you have to do. They teach you how to do that in Bible school. They did. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good. You remember how to do it? Okay. <laughs> Take your notes from school with you. Amen. Uh, don't, don't leave any of that behind when you go. That uh, you can use that kind of thing. Uh, school. It's a school. Now, who wants to go back to school? Brother? You want to go back to school? No. But that's what life is. Our walk with the Lord, we're growing in grace and in knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. How He met the challenges of life. Well, this, that's all we're doing is walking in His footsteps. He went about to build a team, and that's really what our supporting churches are. There are our team. Lord willing, in the uh, next couple of days, I'll be able to uh, secure some more some facts and figures and some very specific things for us. But uh, uh, let me just let me go ahead and stop right here. We're just a little bit past two o'clock. But take if you can take away these two things from this morning or this afternoon, excuse me, and spend some time thinking about them, dwelling on them. Meditate on it. How's it how's it going to apply to your ministry that God has called you to? That it is a ministry and that it is a school. What kind of grade are you going to get when it's over? So God's not going to reward us for just the time we're on the field. That year and nine months or three and a half years or uh, I know uh, one of our friends uh, was on the deputation trail for seven years. I know another fellow was going to Japan for five years. Of course, I got to raise, seems like, uh, lots of zeros to live in Japan. Now, we'll talk, uh, Lord will, about a number of other things, uh, how, mu how much support you need to raise. Well, there's, there's no uh, set figure, but I tell you what, uh, you need to be sure. Because if you don't have it, it hurts. Tell you that from personal experience. 
But even that is an opportunity to learn to see how good God is, how he provides, how you could trust him. Amen. Deputation is a school. It's a ministry. It's a glorious opportunity. It has everything to do with our attitude. You can hate it, or you can see God move in it. Amen. Father, thank you for the time you've given us, Lord. Use what we've been able to put forth. Encourage these young missionaries, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.